Hello, I'm Dr. Scott Wadier. And I'm Tommy Welling, and you're listening to the Fasting for Life podcast. This podcast is about using fasting as a tool to regain your health, achieve ultimate wellness, and live the life you truly deserve. Each episode is a short conversation on a single topic with immediate actionable steps. We cover everything from fat loss and health and wellness to the science of lifestyle design. We started Fasting for Life because of how fasting has transformed our lives, and we hope to share the tools that we have learned along the way. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Fasting for Life podcast. My name is Dr. Scott Wadier. I am here on a Friday with my good friend and colleague, Tommy Welling. Good day to you, sir. Good day, Scott. How are you? Doing great, man. We, um, we're getting a little bonus episode in today, and uh, yeah. I couldn't be more excited about it. Um, it's, it's, uh, it, we've gotten so many questions in the last couple of weeks, so we're going to do like a mini Q&A, but we also want to yeah. give an update on the Fasting for Life experience um, that is beginning on the 12th, and registration ends sooner than you think. Yeah, we only have a couple of days left um, getting some good registrations in there, some good questions, feedback. Um, a lot of people excited too. So we are too. So registration, that ends on Sunday, right? And mm-hmm. some people have been asking why. And we want this to be a, you know, uh, a very, you know, one-on-one type of experience because one-on-one coaching takes a lot of time, right? Mm-hmm. So when you can get a group like this together, the amazing, the transformations that we've seen when we've done group challenges is that everybody kind of feeds off one another. So the experience itself is going to be um, the live video trainings, the Q and A's, you know, the resources, the digital video uh, resources, and all the stuff that you guys have been asking for. But it's going to be like step by step through 28 days from June 10th uh, into July, right? So mm-hmm. you've got the Facebook group, the accountability. Um, but really it's, it's, it's about that, you know, being and going through it together, which is where the, really a lot of the power lies. Yeah, we can, we can basically multiply time, access to resources and, um, you know, really have the, the focus during that time to bring everyone along, um, through the action steps, starting with the custom plan that's going to take you all the way through the experience. I mean, it's going to be great. I, I've seen the the custom plan framework, um, and Tommy, you you are the the mastermind behind it. And um, <laughs> I mean, you pretty much did this for me a year ago, right? And now it's now now you have <clears throat> you have it, and you know somebody can come in and say, "Well, I travel for work, or you know, I have to eat due to X, Y, and Z on these days because I have business lunches, or you know, I have a birthday party, or it's summertime, we're going to be on the road traveling, like." Mm-hmm. All of those things are the things that tend to mess up, you know, previous diet plans and health journeys and weight loss programs and all that kind of stuff, right? So Yeah, they the, derail us. Yeah, the customization is the key and that's really what I mean, you're really really good at. So I'm 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 excited to see the plans for everybody. So this is a individualized customized plan to your next 28 days, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you can take it um, beyond that as well. So, you know, and that, that's one of the reasons why we wanted to make sure that the registration was only open for a limited time right. and why we only wanted to bring, um, you know, a small number of people through, through the experience as well. Right. And that's, it's for that customization. So um, on top of that, 
you know, the daily action steps. So when we have, we put out these little questionnaires and surveys, right? And we get a lot of, a ton of feedback from the, the podcast episodes. Mm-hmm. And uh, you send me screenshots all the time. That's like, yeah, what's your favorite thing about the podcast? And it's other than 90% of the time them saying me. Yeah, um, of course. It's the, uh, it's, that is not true, by the way. Shameless <laughs> plug, but totally not true. Um, the favorite thing everybody loves is the action steps, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, how do we make this more actionable? Well, we're going to, you're going to have something to do for 28 straight days. It's going to land in your email inbox. You're going to have login, logins. You're going to have access to the Facebook group, access to us, question and answers on Mondays, the customized plan, um, all of our digital resources, which we're um, actually adding new ones in based on some of the feedback and questions that we've been getting. So we're like in creation mode right now um, mm-hmm. of additional resources that we're going to, you know, roll out over the, 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 the coming weeks. So um, it's a crazy really, time, but we're having fun and yeah. uh, we're going to, we're going to jam pack this thing with resources. Yeah. It's, it's going to be awesome. So um, with that being said, registration closes on Sunday. Um, so make sure if you're not getting the emails or you haven't, or you're getting the emails and you haven't seen the registration link, um, we're going to drop that in the episode again. Uh, in the episode notes again today. And then Tommy, what is that exact yeah. link? We made, it, we made it easy for you. It's thefastingforlife.com forward slash live. Okay, great. So www.thefastingforlife.com forward slash live is the link to register. And if you get and click on the button, then there's this really cool thing that happens. You get to see me again talking. <laughs> and there's uh, in the, on the right-hand side of the screen, there's this cool accountability piece that we've added where you can get a second registration um, for a friend, colleague, coworker, family member, um, you know, someone that's been, you know, talking about fasting that wants to do it, that needs some help in terms of getting back on track, so on and so forth. So um, go to the link, www.thefastingforlife.com forward slash live. And if you are getting our emails and you haven't gotten the link, you can also email us at info at the fasting for life. So cool. Um, moving into the question and answers for today's bonus episode. I want to start off with a question that we get um, often and it has to do with supplements. So Usually the question comes in the form of, um, you know, can I, what supplements do you recommend is, is usually the latter. It's the former, the, the, the question that we get more often is, um, can I take my supplements while I'm fasting? Mm-hmm. Right. And the answer is yes. Yeah, you absolutely so, can. Right. Yeah. That's, that's pretty easy. The second question is, um, what supplements do you recommend? So let, let's, let's get back to if you, if you can or not for just a second. Yep. Um, because for me, when I'm on a longer fast, um, I'm typically not taking something every day. So I, you know, for a few days, I'll, I'll drop my multivitamin and my fish oil um, just because they just make me feel a little weird. They, they make my stomach turn a little bit and they kind of get me thinking about food more like I almost like I need to take something just to not feel that vitamin on my stomach, you know? Right. Right. Um, and that is something too. I know my wife, she, she takes her supplements with food, um, because, because of that exact reason. And that's something, you know, back in my days of working at GNC all the way through, you know, chiropractic and getting my degree and then you know, all the nutrition, you know, certifications mm-hmm. and all that stuff throughout the years, it's always something that comes up. Um, so, 
honestly, it's not going to hurt you not to take them for a couple of days if you do get that feeling. But yes, you can take them. And if you are doing a one meal a day um, OMAD, right, eating one meal a day mm-hmm. um, or an intermittent, then you don't have a problem. If you're doing extended days, not a big deal, just like you said, to drop them out for a couple of days. The, the um, you know, the, the overall benefit you're going to get from the fast, the longer fast, uh, is, is going to outweigh the couple of days of not having, you know, a couple extra hundred milligrams of fish oil, in my opinion. Right. 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 Absolutely. And you can always break the fast with a nice big hunk of wild caught salmon or something. There you go. Um, not that I would ever cook that. Cause I don't know what to do. I'd love to eat it, <laughs> but we have no idea how to cook it. So we never eat it in our house. That's one of those things you get when we go out. Um, the second part of this question that came from Cindy, shout out Cindy. Thank you for the question on supplements. Um, you, you mentioned trace minerals and pickle juice. You've heard us mention that. We're going to talk about that in the next uh, question that came in about exercise. Uh, but fit basic supplement answer would be for overall health. This is what I take vitamin D of good vitamin D three, a, a good high dose, good sourced clean fish oil, and then a daily multivitamin. Yeah. Keep it simple. Yep. That's it. Um, back in the day of my powerlifting days, I would, I would spend three to $400 a month on proteins and mm-hmm. conjugated linoleic acids and branch chain aminos and all these other things that, um, I didn't really need if I just would have eaten a little bit better. Right. So, yeah. Um, the workout one was really cool. So this, um, came in from Anna and Anna asked, um, I want to work out in a fasted state. Um, but when I do about an hour after my workout, I get like this burning intense hunger. Right. And she doesn't want to work out right before, uh, excuse me, uh, after she eats. Right. Cause we know that typically doesn't work for most people. No. Right. So terrible if I try to do that. Oh, God, awful. Um, so she was kind of concerned about, you know, what, what that's going to do, um, in terms of how she can, how she can do that without getting that, that, that like just deep burning feeling of being hungry. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's pretty common. So, I mean, we, we usually just talk about timing your meals, um, you know, with your workout. So if you're doing one meal a day, that's going to look a little different from an extended fast. How'd you answer that one? So really I asked her, I I went into a couple different things. First was to address her concern of um, that burning hunger. And that's been proven, you know, over and over again, that, you know, that old adage when there's cliches and old adages like that, like those sayings that are passed down, Mm -hmm. there's usually some weird, some wisdom there, right? Some wisdom in there. So um, working up an appetite is actually a real thing. There's been studies shown that when you work out, the meal post-workout typically can be anywhere between like 250 to 500 calories more dense yeah. than a meal. So you're like kind of undoing what you just did. Sure, yeah. If you, is, if, you, if you did the workout for the calorie deficit, you're undoing it, right? Which is exactly one of the main problems with a lot of the plans out there, um, you know, is that that's not taken into account. So... Um, we talked first, I mentioned first about that. And then secondly, um, you know, she was, she was talking about energy and I was saying that, um, typically in a fasted state, it's when you get that kind of like ugh feeling where you just don't feel like you have enough energy or enough oomph, right. And you're mm-hmm. worried about that performance. 
the simple fix is literally putting some salt, <clears throat> a teaspoon of salt into water and drinking it right before you go into the workout. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy how different you feel after that. And, um, you know, I don't like the taste of, of like a salty water like that. So I'll do it in, in like just a small, like one or two ounces and just, just shoot it back shoot real it. quick. Yeah. Yeah. That makes it easier. Um, you know, one of the things that I went into a little bit more detail, cause you asked how I answered the question, um, mm -hmm. in terms of, you know, her concern that she wouldn't have enough energy right during the workout for that performance piece. Right. Um, you know, your body will, when you were in a, so there's usually like a two week kind of adaptation period where you go from your body primarily using short-term sugar stores and glucose over to using ketones, which is using the fat, right? Right. So after that two weeks of adaptation, your body typically will become fat adapted. So it'll, it'll switch quicker into burning those fat sources rather than looking for that glucose or that sugar. Um, that just takes a little bit of time, but that salt trick actually can help you feel better in the beginning while your body is adapting. So your body actually, when you work out in a fasted state, you will see an increase, a slight increase in adrenaline, which has a positive effect on your basal metabolic rate. I'm not saying this boosts your metabolism because we know that's a, a, a false premise, but it's that your metabolism, your basal metabolism will see a slight increase due to the adrenaline. And then um, you actually get uh, an increased, um, you know, metabolism output because your growth hormone is higher, which actually allows you to get and build more lean muscle. So working out in the fasted state, like she said, like Anna mentioned, is what she wanted to do. She just yeah. wasn't sure how to get there, right? So the salt thing, her response to me saying, try the salt was, um, I'm shocked at how much better I feel. I was feeling very weak and I now I feel so much better. Like I'm right. amazed, right? From one teaspoon of salt. Yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think so, but um, that, that can be all the difference in the world right there. Because like you said, the, the body's hormonal environment is perfect. I mean, it's, it's perfect to go work out while you're fasted. The, the thing is, if you have a couple of those symptoms, like, oh, I'm just not feeling quite right, then that little bit of salt can be all that you, you need. Because, you know, especially in the beginning of a fast, depending on, on exactly where you are, in your fast, or if you just did a 24, or maybe you're coming off a longer fast, um, you're going to clear out a lot of water, a lot of insulin, and and some salt's going to come with it. Your your blood pressure is going to come down. Your overall right. blood volume is down. So that that can that can make those little changes, but a little salt um, can go a long way. So that's yeah, great. so we use sea salt. Recommend sea salt, um, a Himalayan salt, not your standard like iodized table salt that has sugar in it. If you ever read the, those little packets at the restaurant actually has dextrose in the salt packets, right? Kind of, <laughs> kind of odd, maybe some silica in there. So it doesn't cake and coagulate. Right. So mm -hmm. a good source salt, um, or a trace mineral, like, um, the previous question Cindy had asked about, uh, trace minerals or pickle juice. Um, you know, you can do a trace mineral too, but let's keep it simple. Teaspoon of sea salt, boom, you're good to go. Um, yeah. let's see here. So the next question and uh, <laughs> this one makes me laugh every time we talk about it. And this is um, from Katie. And she said, I've read in the past, you can't chew gum. Okay. Are you finding this case as well? Yeah. And Katie, thank you for the question. It, it comes up a shockingly uh, high amount of times. We've, we've gotten this question a lot. So we thought it'd be good for the Q&A. Yeah. So, and... 
here, uh, Tommy, I just stepped on you there. Sorry. No, no, um, you're fine. I used to be a big gum chewer. So yeah, uh, I want you to take this, but I want to say this first. Okay, go ahead. If the gum says boost your metabolism, oh man, yeah, run far and fast, yeah, for zero calorie, boost your metabolism, diabetic friendly, like okay, just just don't let's find a better let's let's just let's do something else don't do that yeah it's it's not real like that's not what it's going to do yeah we've seen those um popping up kind of everywhere we've seen all kinds of weird ingredients that they're adding to it um to be able to make these these funny claims um let's call them um they're some of them are just outright deceitful um others i just don't know what's in them or yeah I, like you said, I would just, I would just run the other way, but, but overall, you know, zooming out a little bit, just gum in general. Um, I used to be a big gum chewer and we, we tend to look at the research and, and say, you know, can this slow my metabolism or boost my metabolism? Can it, can it satiate me, um, take away some of my appetite, hunger suppression, things like that. Um, so overall the research is a little mixed on it. Um, you know, you have some studies that say, yes, it, it suppresses hunger a little bit. Um, in my personal experience, though, if I'm fasting, it can really make my stomach start churning. It can remind me that that my body's used to food coming in or something coming in. And it, it kind of gets the whole thing, you know, triggered where I was feeling fine. I may be 60 hours into a fast or or even 18. And all of a sudden, my stomach starts churning like, okay, when's dinner happening? Like I, I was, I wasn't even thinking about food. Hey, y'all wanted to take a second and tell you just an incredible story about an amazing company that we've come across recently. Um, and now they are a sponsor of our show. It's airdoctorpro.com. You can head to the website, use a promo code uh, fasting for life to receive up to $300 off. But most importantly, uh, my little guy, my two-year-old has not slept consistently through the night uh, since he was born. We have tried everything you can imagine. He's our third child. And we're just like, what is happening? So we have gone to great lengths, time, money, and effort to figure out um, how we can help him sleep. And uh, the reality is uh, we were pretty much just resigned to the fact that this is how it's going to be until we put the Air Doctor Pro in his room. And I am not joking when I tell you the first night that we put it in his room, he slept through the night. The second night, slept through the night. Now we're up to 35 plus days that he has slept through the night. He has only woken up two times rather than two, three times a night, two times in the last 35 days and counting. And we are just so incredibly grateful. The reality is uh, we had a feeling that it was something that we were missing. And the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air these days. In some cases, up to a hundred times more. We spend 90% of our time indoors and we take 20,000 breaths a day. So what's the solution? An air purifier, a cut above the rest. I'm not going to lie. We have tried others. We've tried other HEPA filters. We've tried other air filters. We have spent the money and they have not done the results that Air Doctor did in literally the first day that we put it in his room. They filter out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants. That includes pollutants such as allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mite, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. So I don't know what it was that was keeping them up, but it is now gone. So Air Doctor comes with a 30-day Breathe Easy money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com. Use promo code FASTINGFORLIFE to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. 
an exclusive listener um, offer for you as well. You'll receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. That's exclusive to you, the podcast listener, now hearing this in real time. Lock this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code fasting for life. You guys know that we are very particular with who we partner with. And if it wasn't for this incredible company and this, the incredible results that we've seen, I would not be encouraging you to head to the website and take advantage of the fasting for life promo code. So if you support our sponsors, you are ultimately supporting us. We are grateful for you listening in and now back to today's episode. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, as you were thinking, saying one side, I was like, well, it actually makes me hungry, more hungry. But so this is really where that feeling of being hunger, because the, the hunger feeling isn't real typically, right? It's the, yeah. it's that cascade of signals that starts the process. It could be the time of day. It could be smelling the cinnamon rolls in the oven. It could be the guy next door, you know, barbecuing here in oh, Texas. Yeah. And you're just like, oh man, that happens not, all the time. Yeah. You're not really hungry. Right. So yeah. the, the thing with gum would be, um, if, if it, it, there's so many other macro big picture things that we need to worry about, right? Tommy, what was the analogy you used? Yeah. Um, if, if you're thinking about the gum, but you have some weight to lose, just, just think about it like this. The gum is like your paper cut while the house is burning down. So okay. let's, let's, let's go big picture here and, you know, worry a little less about the gum and a little bit more about the, the meal timing, right? Well, the crazy thing is, is that the gum comes up so often. I think it's that whole like calorie, you know, and, it's, it will, and if you've read other fasting programs or read fasting books, people do mention that like gum can stimulate things, right? Mm-hmm. So here's what we're, what we're going to say is like you just said, if, if you've got some other things to work on, let's focus on those first, right? Um, just like Dr. Fung says, yeah, put some creamer in your coffee if that's like your, the one thing you enjoy in the morning, right? The black coffee. I mean, the, right. uh, the cup of coffee in the morning, like, don't worry about that in the beginning. Let's create the good habits, the good psycholo- uh, psychology, like the good um, pattern building um, of, of sticking to the plan. And the gum really is just a tiny little piece of that. So if it works for you and doesn't seem to stimulate your hunger and you're seeing results, keep doing it. If, yeah. you're, if you're seeing the opposite effect, then I would say cut it out. And yeah. go ahead. Because if if it's making you feel good, occupied, you know, and it's keeping you from wanting to, um, you know, to to have that meal or, or to have a snack, like you know, you're used to a certain snack time or something like that, and you're you're trying to break that habit, um, then great, you know, that's that's a that's a positive thing. Keep it in there because it, it might be helping you. Two things you can do to, to replace would be use an essential oil like a spearmint or a peppermint oil. Now make sure. Mm. Um, the oil is, uh, suitable for ingestion because there are some like wintergreen that are not. So a spearmint or peppermint oil, you can just get a bottle of oil, one drop under the tongue, like can, can freshen the breath and can, can like get you, get you that minty kind of feeling right without having to chew. Right. Um, and then the other thing is you can put a clove. So this is something that one of my old, uh, one of my, uh, PAs that used to work for me. Um, she would do this. She would put uh, a clove in her mouth, like a literal physical piece of clove. Hmm. Um, so I don't know, again, not sure if that's going to be in the same category, but if you're, if you're worried about the, the chewing right sensation, if you're looking for the freshening of the breath, those are two things that can, uh, that can help. 
Yeah. You know, uh, one last point this brought up. Um, I remember it was just a few weeks ago and I was on a longer fast, um, you know, doing fine. Wasn't even thinking about food. And then, um, I just kind of noticed my breath. I, I just felt like I had a little bit of a keto breath, um, which is kind of a, a funny smell and funny kind of feeling in your mouth. And so I, I went and, and I, I took a swig of mouthwash, just a little one. Um, but it was a, it was a minty mouthwash, like an activated carbon, um, and, and as soon as I did it, as soon as it hit my tongue, my stomach just started churning and I was like, Oh, that was a mistake. So, um, so that's the kind of effect it has, you know, just cause the, um, the strong link between the, the mouth and the, the stomach there. So, yeah. So really just going night. back to our take home on this one is if it says metabolism, fat burning, like run, um, if it's needed, uh, then, you know, try it out, see how you feel. If you're getting results and things are going great, great. If not, then yeah, gums probably lower on the list of priorities and things you need to change, but, um, see what works for you really. Yeah. Cool. Um, so we have, we have a bunch more. I think we should do one more. Um, okay. I think we should do the nausea and heartburn one, the question that came in, um, from Nan and then we'll touch on sleep, but that's going to be a huge part of the event. So let's do the, the, the heartburn one here. Um, Okay. Sorry for the, the live peek behind the curtain as we figure out which question we're going to address next. <laughs> um, I think I just threw Tommy a curveball there too. So uh, this question came in um, and it has to do with uh, relieving the burning and nausea while fasting. Uh, they do admit that they were uh, drink a lot of water and no longer drinking coffee because of the acidity. I want to address that acidity piece first. Um, that's kind of a myth of coffee causing the acidity, like causing that imbalance, right? So if you have a good organic, like natural coffee, like we're not talking like Starbucks, even though don't get me wrong, I love their nitro, but a good fresh roasted, like organic coffee, you shouldn't get that as much of that feeling like that gutty acidity kind of acidic feeling. Um, The easiest thing to do is just cut out coffee. But for me, coffee was a huge piece of my fasting journey, right? Being super Mm -hmm. busy. And I just, it was something I could do to, to just get my mind off of, um, food in the beginning, right? Now it's not a big deal. So that's just my one thing on coffee. And then we can talk about, you know, the, the, the actual like heartburn feeling. Cause I know you and I have both experienced that. Yeah. And, and just to, just to touch on the coffee, um, you know, there, there's huge logical benefits of drinking the coffee, a little bit of a, of a boost. Um, a lot of us do have some dependency on it. Think about how many cups of coffee are, are drank per day. Um, you know, so that can be a big thing to just cut out. Um, so just reiterating your point, some of the beans, um, the way that they're processed and then the quality of them, um, they're going to have that higher acidity level. So you might not have to cut this out um, completely. And, and it may be some other things that we can address here to help with with the nausea and the burning. Yeah. And the nausea and these things happen periodically throughout the day when you're on a longer fast, they shouldn't ever be constant. So if you like, honestly feel like sick or ill, you know, then that's, that's a situation where like, go ahead, eat something, right? Like eat something, see how you feel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And keep going. Now, little bouts of like fuzziness or like a little bit of like, a weird kind of fuzzy feeling in your stomach, maybe a tiny bit of nausea. That's, that's expected when you first start fasting. 
because your mm-hmm. body is going through changes, right? And we'll go into more detail in the challenge on kind of what some of those are. But um, the easiest thing to do is as long as you're staying hydrated, the burning and the nausea will go away. And there's a couple of tricks. Um, Tommy, I know you, you've mentioned pickle juice in the past. You can do a little bit of bone broth, like a chicken or beef bone broth. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, if you're, if you're trying to stick to a plan, um, and this is kind of the thing that's derailing you, finding something to kind of mute it in the beginning while your body continues to adapt is going to increase the long-term success, right? So yeah, a little bit of bone broth, a little bit of pickle juice would be what I would recommend. Yeah. And if it's, if it's just not going away or you don't have the ability to do pickles or, or a bone broth, right, wherever you are, or this is something that just pops up, you know, while you're at work during a certain time of the day, um, just keep a couple of Tums with you. And yep. you know, usually one or two will, will be fine. They'll, they'll kick the, the burning. Uh, and it's usually if the burning lasts for too long, that's usually where the nausea comes from. So if you can quell that burning uh, with a Tums or two, um, usually, usually the, the nausea doesn't follow anymore. Right. And um, there's also another alternative that we used to use. Um, I was not a big Tums guy, but when I started fasting, I actually used them in the beginning, you know, quite a bit when I was doing mm-hmm. the longer fast and it just went away. I don't have a problem with that anymore, but me too. there's also something called a, a papaya enzyme. Um, and papaya enzymes have digestive enzymes that can help, um, you know, kind of clear out the stomach and break some things down. So um, if you're looking for a, an alternative to Tums or, the other stuff that's on the market. Cause I'm not a, I don't love them, but they definitely worked for me, you know, short term. Um, right. you can also use a super papaya enzyme, um, to help with that too. So I Good think suggestion. that covers, yeah, I threw that in at the end there. Um, let's see. I think that's it. So, um, we did get a question on sleep and you know, how sleep can be affected while you're fasting, especially if you're doing longer fasts. And you kind of jumped right into it. So, you know, we talk about removing caffeine before a certain time and getting the light out of your bedroom and making sure you get sunlight in the morning and all those different types of things. We actually have a couple of digital resources on how to get, um, you know, better, better sleep. Yeah. Optimize your sleep results. Um, Cause sleep is a huge part of it. So we're not going to go into a huge, a bunch of detail there, but um, you know, the things that we just mentioned are things that you can, uh, you can try. Um, and it, I mean, this is going to sound crazy, but you know, everybody out there has had at some point pretty much had some type of sleeping, you know, whether sleep wasn't great. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of conversation and information out there about it, but yeah, decrease the coffee or the caffeine. Um, make sure you're not eating too late, remove the light from your room. And then in the morning, make sure you're getting sunlight in the dawn and dusk try to get outside because that actually resets your body to stimulate um, the, the circadian rhythm, which is really what governs your sleep pattern. So we'll go into much greater detail. We have a whole module um, training on sleep for week one of the fasting for life experience. So we're going to dive in a lot more to that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So Tommy, I'm going to put you on the spot here. What's your action step for the week? So action step looks like this. Think about the next 28 days. And think about what it's going to look like, you know, whether you're part of the experience or not, what are you going to do? No, no, no. You're part of the experience. Come on. Well, absolutely. But you, you want to have a plan because that that's going to be the key to, you know, actually seeing results moving forward. I mean, the the next month is important. We're almost, 
uh, you know, halfway through the year here already, a lot of us have been, you know, kind of cooped up. Uh, a lot of things have kind of changed, but, but think about getting everything back on track. What are you going to do over the next 28 days? So, so just put a little bit of thought into how that's going to look for you. And so you can take some action from there. Yep. And I'll, I'll take it one step farther. Um, register for the event because the next 28 days are going to be transformational. We want you to come along with us and uh, we'll be with you step-by-step, day-by-day, action-step-by-action step. And like Tommy said, imagine what the next 28 days are going to look like. So appreciate you guys. Tommy, thank you, sir. Thank you very much, Scott. We'll talk soon. See you on the inside. So you've heard today's episode and you may be wondering, where do I start? Head on over to thefastingforlife.com and sign up for our newsletter where you'll receive fasting tips and strategies to maximize results and fit fasting into your day-to-day life. While you're there, download your free Fast Start Guide to get started today. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a five-star review, and we'll be back next week with another episode of Fasting for Life.